0: Prince Adeb by George Henry Boker. From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 7, Descriptive and Narrative, Part 2. Read for LibriVox.org by Thomas Peter as Prince Adeb. And Sonya as the Maiden. Prince Adeb. Insana. Oh, Insana. God the Lord was very kind and merciful to me. Forth from the desert in my rags I came, weary and sore of foot i saw the spires and swelling bubbles of the golden domes rise through the trees of Sana, and my heart grew great within me with the strength of god and i cried out now shall i right myself i adeb the despised for god is just there he who wronged my father dwelt in peace my warlike father who when gray hairs crept around his forehead As on lebanon the whitening snows of winter was betrayed to the sly imam and his tented wealth swept from him twixt the roosting of the cock and his first crowing in a single night and i poor adeb soul of all my race smeared with my father's and my kinsman's blood fled to the desert till one day a tribe of hungry bedouins found me in the sand half mad with famine they took me up and made a slave of me of me a prince all was fulfilled at last i fled from them in rags and sorrow nothing but my heart like a strong swimmer bore me up against the howling sea of my adversity at length 'er or in the act of swoop i stood like a young eagle on a crag the traveler passed me with suspicious fear i asked for nothing I was not a thief the lean dogs snuffed around me my lank bones fed on the berries and the crusted pools were a scant morsel once a brown-skinned girl called me a little from the common path and gave me figs and barley in a bag I paid her with a kiss with nothing more and she looked glad for I was beautiful and virgin as a fountain and as cold I stretched her bounty pecking like a bird her figs and barley till my strength returned so when rich sanna lay beneath my eyes my foot was as the leopard's and my hand as heavy as the lion's brandished paw and underneath my burnished skin the veins and stretching muscles played at every step in wondrous motion i was very strong i looked upon my body as a bird that bills his feathers ere he takes to flight i watching over sanna then i prayed and on a soft stone wetted in the brook ground my long knife and then i prayed again god heard my voice preparing all for me as softly stepping down the hills i saw the imam's summer palace all ablaze in the last flash of sunset Every fount was spouting fire and all the orange trees bore blazing coals and from the marble walls and gilded spires and columns strangely wrought glared the red light until my eyes were pained with the fierce splendor till the night grew thick i lay within the bushes next the door still as a serpent as invisible the guard hung round the portal man by man they dropped away save one lone sentinel, and on his eyes God's finger lightly fell. He slept half-standing. Like a summer wind that threads the grove, yet never turns a leaf, I stole from shadow unto shadow forth, crossed all the marble courtyard, swung the door like a soft gust, a little way ajar, my body's narrow width no more, and stood beneath the crescent in the painted hall. I marveled at the riches of my foe, i marveled at god's ways with wicked men then i reached forth and took god's waiting hand and so he led me over mossy floors flowered with the silken summer of shiraz straight to the imam's chamber at the door stretched a brawn eunuch blacker than my eyes his woolly head lay like the Kaaba stone in mecca's mosque as silent and as huge i stepped across it with my pointed knife just missing a full vein along his neck and pushing by the curtains there i was i a deb the despised upon the spot that next to heaven i longed for most of all i could have shouted for joy in me fierce pangs and flashes of bewildering light leaped through my brain and danced before my eyes so loud my heart beat That i feared its sound would wake the sleeper and the bubbling blood choked in my throat till weaker than a child i reeled against a column and there hung in a blind stupor then i prayed again and sense by sense i was made whole once more i touched myself i was the same i knew myself to be lone adeb young and strong, with nothing but a stride of empty air between me and God's justice. In a sleep, thick with the fumes of the accursed grape, sprawled the false imam. On his shaggy breast, like a white lily heaving on the tide of some foul stream, the fairest woman slept, these roving eyes have ever looked upon. Almost a child, her bosom barely showed the change beyond her girlhood. All her charms were budding but half opened for i saw not only beauty wondrous in itself but possibility of more to be in the full process of her blooming days i gazed upon her and my heart grew soft as a parched pasture with the dew of heaven While thus i gazed she smiled and slowly raised the long curve of her lashes and we looked each upon each in wonder not alarm not eye to eye but soul to soul we held each other for a moment all her life seemed center in the circle of her eyes she stirred no limb her long drawn equal breath swelled out and ebbed away beneath her breast in calm unbroken not a sign of fear touched the faint color on her oval cheek or pinched the arches of her tender mouth she took me for a vision and she lay with her sleep smile unaltered, as in doubt whether real life had stolen into her dreams or dreaming stretched into her outer life. I was not graceless to a woman's eyes. The girls of Damar paused to see me pass, I walking in my rags, yet beautiful. One maiden said, He has a prince's heir. I am a prince. The heir was all my own. So thought the lily on the Imam's breast, and lightly as a summer mist that lifts before the morning, so she floated up without a sound or rustle of a robe from her coarse pillow and before me stood with asking eyes. The Imam never moved, a stride and blow were all my need, and they were wholly in my power. I took her hand i held a warning finger to my lips and whispered in her small expectant ear Adep, the son of achem she replied in a low murmur whose bewildering sound almost lulled wakeful me to sleep and sealed the sleeper's lids in tenfold slumber prince lord of the imam's life and of my heart take all thou seest it is thy right i know but spare the imam for thy own soul's sake then I arrayed me in a robe of state, shining with golden jewels, and I bound in my long turban gems that might have bought the land twixt Babelman, Deb, and Sahan. I girt about me with a blazing belt, a scimitar o'er which the sweating smiths in far Damascus hammered for long years, whose hilt and scabbard shot a trembling light from diamonds and rubies. And she smiled, as piece by piece I put the treasures on, to see me look so fair in pride she smiled i hung long purses at my side i scooped from off the table figs and dates and rice and bound them to my girdle in a sack and over all i flung a snowy cloak and beckoned to the maiden so she stole forth like my shadow past the sleeping wolf who wronged my father o'er the woolly head of the swart eunuch down the painted court and by the sentinel who standing slept strongly against the portal through my rags my old base rags and through the maiden's veil i pressed my knife upon the wooden hilt was adeb son of akem carved by me in my long slavehood as a passing sign to wait the imam's waking shadows cast from two high ceiling clouds upon the sand passed not more noiseless than we two as one glided beneath the moonlight till i smelt the fragrance of the stables as i slid the wide doors open with a sudden bound uprose the startled horses but they stood still as the man who in a foreign land hears his strange language when my desert call as long and plaintive as the nested doves fell on their listening ears from stall to stall feeling the horses with my groping hands i crept in darkness and at length i came upon two sister mares whose rounded sides fine muzzles and small heads and pointed ears and foreheads spreading twixt the eyelids wide long slender tails thin manes and coats of silk told me that of the hundred steeds there stalled my hand was on the treasures o'er and o'er i felt their bony joints And down their legs to the cool hoofs no blemish anywhere these i led forth and saddled upon one i set the lily gathered now for me my own henceforth forever so we rode across the grass beside the stony path until we gained the highway that is lost leading from sanna in the eastern sands when with a cry that both the desert-born knew without hint from whip or goading spur we dashed into a gallop far behind in sparks and smoke the dusty highway rose and ever on the maiden's face i saw when the moon flashed upon it the strange smile it wore on waking once i kissed her mouth when she grew weary and her strength returned all through the night we scoured between the hills the moon went down behind us and the stars dropped after her but long before i saw a planet blazing straight against our eyes the road had softened and the shadowy hills had flattened out and i could hear the hiss of sand spurned backward by the flying mares glory to god i was at home again the sun rose on us far and near i saw the level desert sky met sand all round we paused at midday by a palm-crowned well and ate and slumbered somewhat too was said the words have slipped my memory that same eve we rode sedately through a humoon camp I, Adeb, prince amongst them and my bride and ever since amongst them i have ridden a head and shoulders taller than the best and ever since my days have been of gold my nights have been of silver God is just. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.